0: Hello Naglet, hope you are well and I hope you enjoyed my top tips last week for quick meal ideas as again quite a few of you asked me about it so what you ask I shall answer and do my best so just before I start my podcast today um I may sound a bit nasally I am actually full of cold um Luckily, I've still got some tests, so I I do still test, um, because I work with clients who are vulnerable, um, so yeah. Anyway, luckily it's negative, and it's more just annoying than anything, and a bit frustrating because I miss training, I miss Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, absolutely gutted. Um, so yeah, it's just one of them, and I've got to practice what I preach. If you're ill, you know it's not great to. Go to a gym and spread your germs. It's not great to go Brazilian gym and breathe on people when you've got cold. Even if you feel okay, no one else wants it. And if you're going to still train, at least just train at home or outside, away from people. Whether it's COVID or not, it's just respectful to not pass your germs on. And I think more people are being aware of that now. So speaking of that, sometimes, you know, as we all know, there's always something that comes up in our life that can hinder our progress and I've been reading lately uh, The Chimp Paradox and if you haven't read it I would highly recommend it especially if you're into like human psychology uh, which as part of being a personal trainer is something I didn't realise I would have to really get into and when I was at college I studied a course called Public Services and there was uh, the first year we had to do I think it's human behaviour and then the second year we did a bit of psychology as it falls under public sector work whether you're police, fire, ambulance, a personal trainer in the army understanding kind of how humans tick is ideal because you're working with people and I've been reading it as my bedtime book actually now normally if I'm learning something I can't read stuff like that before I go to sleep because I'm normally quite wired I think it depends what the book is because of are nice bite-sized little chapters and the examples they use are really good like they're very good analogies and I've even thought of my own analogies with certain situations which I'm going to share with you in a moment but I've got to a section of it where relates very well with clients when they're doing weight loss and they're doing well they've got the plan they're responding to it they're taking action and then something gets in the way, or something triggers them, and they respond negatively to it. Like the example I spoke about at the podcast with my about my mom, her what triggered her to self sabotage was the uh, basically comparison. If someone was doing better than her, even though she's worked her arse off doing uh, working on her weight loss, she would self sabotage. She would think fuck it and go off track completely for days sometimes weeks or sometimes that would stop her altogether. the diet she was doing and then six months later she jumps on the next one and this is why as pts we have to learn how to the best way put this when it comes to weight loss I was speaking to one of my clients earlier and he's mentally really struggling with not seeing the results he wants to see now, just for a bit more context of this, I've been working with him for quite some time. I worked for him throughout the whole pan- pandemic. He doesn't weigh what he did weigh when I first started with him. He's, he wants to get close to like 100kg weight mark. Now, when I say he's 100, uh, over 100 kilograms, he's also very tall and very broad, to clarify as well. He's also 60 plus. Um, and for many years, he worked in a brewery. So his job was basically alcohol. <laughs> it was just part of the job and he has made fantastic lifestyle changes already. We have more than doubled uh, reducing his alcohol intake. He was barely on a meal a day because he said he wouldn't feel hungry, probably because he was just basically drinking alcohol, which has still got calories in. It still fuels you up to a point and fills you up. Um, so he's now back He's back up to two meals a day. He barely has, On a, on some days he has no alcohol whatsoever. And some days he just has a couple. He's not really that fuss. I think it's just more a social thing and he does like the taste of it too. Um but he's not like uh, what's the word? He he's not reliant on it, should we say. It was just habit. Simply all it was, it was just habit. But because of all this, he has lost quite a bit of weight since where we started. And we use also tape measurements and it's clothing. And he's a bit gutted because his weight's been fluctuating like mad the past couple of months. But I said, Well, we had Christmas I said Then uh, he had to have surgery on uh, his arm somewhere. So obviously, again, he had to rest a bit for that. And then he wasn't very well. A few other implications came up in his life, personal life. Basically, like a normal lifestyle, normal working people, or retired, which it is in his case, there are always things that can trip us up. There are always things that can send us off track. And it's learning to adapt when those things happen so you don't fall completely off track or end up going the wrong direction and losing the path you want to stay on which is what I've done as a personal trainer, I've kept him close to the right direction as possible and to be fair he's not gone madly off path or anything, Uh, just certain events have happened, some sad ones sadly and anyway now he's past that point now and he's moving in the right direction. But I can see he's frustrated because he puts all this work in, he hits his steps, he hits um, his fruit and veg intake, he's improving on his protein intake, especially only having two meals a day, and he's over 60, he requires more protein than most other people do. He weight trains three, four days a week. Um, he goes on a social walk with a friend, most mornings as well. He enjoys that going with his friends, so he sees it more as a social aspect. He reduces alcohol massively. Um he's completely changed his lifestyle to where we started his sleep is better as well he would be up early hours of the morning and looking at the clock because that's what he used to have to do for his job and obviously after retiring those habits stayed in place and now we're getting new sleep through the night or if he does wake he just goes back to sleep he doesn't look at the clock he resets he goes to it goes back to sleep because they're big factors when it comes to weight loss and I'm looking at that but also I'm setting him performance goals now And the reason I set him performance goals, like how much weight I want him to lift, because he's a strong guy. And I said this to him today because he's a bit frustrated. I said, look, you can put all this work in with fat loss and for weight loss, and you don't get the return you think you deserve, which is very frustrating. I kind of see it's the same as when I've done martial arts. I was never natural at doing it. So, when I started kickboxing, or even now starting Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you can put in as much effort as you want, sometimes in, and sometimes it's just not a good night for you. Or, you know, for training, or if you go to the gym, you just don't lift as heavy, or your heart's not in it. And you can still work your ass off and put, put the work in. It could be stuck like that for a month, and you're like, why am I not getting better? Because sometimes progress is slow, just because of life, because of work stresses other stimulants medication I'm not saying it's just down to calories because I mean it is but it is down to habits as well and also as we know when we track and put you know even tracking calories or writing food diaries there's things we forget especially if it's emotional or mindless um so we may not pop that into the diary it could be also most of the time it's not very accurate to track anyway so you may underestimate what you're putting in but anyway Lifestyle factors and behaviours do massively affect um, how quick or fast your performance is. And also, you're an individual. Some people are going to progress faster. Some people progress slower. And this is what I was trying to explain to him as well. If there's other people out there who are losing weight faster than you, you can't compare yourself to them. Because you get more likely to self-sabotage. You're more likely to want to give up. And you're more likely to stop enjoying the process that we're doing. Because I always say to him when we do a review, are you enjoying the weight training? He's like, yes. Do you like the food that you're having? Yes. Do you like can fit alcohol in your life? Yes. Do you feel like you're on a restricted diet? No. Okay. Are you happy to keep doing this lifestyle and repeat repeat until you die? Yes. And that's what I try to look for when I'm reviewing a client and checking in with what they're doing. If he wasn't enjoying that process, I need to look at that and help him to find a way and a process that would be better for him because otherwise he may end up self-sabotaging, he may end up wanting to give up, maybe even PT, maybe even uh, giving up how he's doing everything, he might go back to drinking how he was, you know, because of uh, seeking pleasure, but I could tell today he was so disheartened, and as a PT, it's upsetting seeing your client like that, especially when you know they're throwing the kitchen sink at it, but we did check in with his progress, so what I did, I asked him a few questions, I said, right, how you take measurements they're the same at the moment because he have been stuck for a, a couple of months now I said right um his weight it has had massive fluctuations but it is moving back the right direction now so I'm like right that's okay we're good then you should be in a deficit for what you're having that's what I checked roughly because he's, he's quite thorough with a food diet he's old school he just likes to write it down he writes down his drinks on the side and he can roughly gauge especially if you're trapped before how many calories he's having he, he's definitely in a, a, um, a deficit. Unless he's missing a few drinks off there or foods that I don't know about. But he's not the snacking type. He doesn't really feel hunger, and he doesn't eat for comfort or anything like that. He goes the other way. Uh, but the one thing we did note was he wears the same belt most of the time. There's always one belt that you, I guess, men or women really like to wear all the time. It's almost like security, like a safety blanket. It's like, I know this belt serves me well. And he said he has actually had to go down a hole. So he's had to make another hole in his belt. And he said, but why are the measurements not changing? And I said, unless you're going to measure every single inch and circumference of your body, sometimes your measurements where you usually measure aren't reflecting on what your clothing is. If your clothing is a little bit looser and you're going down a, a belt, belt hole and nothing's feeling tighter, I said, and the weight's not... you know gradually moving up and up and up we're on the right track we're moving forward it's not the speed that maybe you want to go because of how much effort you're putting in but the main thing is you're moving in the right direction if you stop this now then you're going to eventually reverse and end up back to square one let's just keep chipping away towards this direction and i think part of it which we've all been there we set ourselves a goal and we had, we set a, a very reasonable goal by Christmas, so like I said, to get to the 100 kilogram mark. We got close to 102, but then personal things happened in his life. It wasn't just about Christmas at that. He's he's not the type to actually fap, f- fuss much about Christmas, actually. Uh, so he's not phased about the food and drink and all that. But something really sad happened before Christmas. And as we know, this can affect us. It can affect our mood, our stress, our sleep, how much we move. Our energy levels, it affects everything. And it was something unexpected. So it's not that like we set an unachievable goal, it's just this event we did not expect uh, for when it happened. So it's just a case of we've got closer to that goal. So now we've got to keep continuing towards that goal now as, a, as another milestone in six months. So we give them a good runway to work towards it. But what I'm going to get today is. Is from the chip paradox. If you notice, I used the words earlier about being proactive and responding. What some people do instead of being proactive and responding, uh, yeah, proactive and responding, they will react to a situation. They'll react to a results of something or to something that occurs. So this is the analogy I came up with. Maybe someone else has used it. I don't know if it's an original. Um, an original. Analogy. But say if you're on a ship and you're the crew member and you've got your team with you and you're prepared for when things go shit. So you have a plan of action what to do if that happens. And one night you're on the ship and a storm hits, you know, comes out of nowhere. So the ship's been rocked, it's crazy, waves everywhere. And it can be very stressful that situation. But because you and the team have a plan of action for this situation, you're trained for it and you've planned for it, you respond to the plan. You're like, no, this is happening. Okay, let's get this done now. So we stop the ship from sinking or capsizing over. But say if this was a scenario, so you're a crew member, you have the plan, but then the storm hits and instead, let's say human nature completely takes over. And instead of responding to the plan, you react to the situation. Which is where you might cower and hide because you're frightened. Um, you might just give up all hope. There's no way of getting it done, or you kind of just the plan goes out out to the side of the ship, and basically you have no idea what you're doing. Maybe because you had no guidance, or no one's gone through the plan enough with you, or you're just not taking it in, or it wasn't the right plan for that situation that you trained for, and then the ship ends up sinking or capsizing. This happens similar people are working on fat loss and fitness, uh, weight loss goals, they have this plan, what they're going to focus on, they have the goal, but they've not planned for when things go to shit, which is most of the time in our life. Think about it, the past four weeks, when has something gone smoothly for the whole week? Now, if it's gone very smoothly for you for the past four weeks, there's a couple scenarios why that could happen. It's one, you're single and live on your own. from I'm dead honest, it's so easy. Um, or two, you have a fantastic immune system. But you're rarely, rarely, very rarely ill. Uh, even I'm ill today. Uh, or you're just a genetic freak. Or it's just rare. But most people, most normal working people, the past four weeks, some shit has hit the fan. And some people, if they've got planning in place for when things do go to plans, like a plan B, almost, or an autopilot takes over, as it says in the chimp paradox of, instead of, like, losing your shit and letting the chimp take over your brain, the human side of you looks at, say, what they call the computer to basically look for a solution and look at truth and facts about the situation to negotiate with the chimp to calm the chimp the fuck down. So it might be, at the moment, you had... A few events on. For example, another client of mine um, who I coach, she has not been very well uh, within the past four weeks. A couple of personal events have come up and circumstances, and she was ready for in the towel. She basically, you know, there was no plan how to get out of this or keep going. And she was actually considering stopping. And I said to her, What are you to do?" Fair enough if you can't come your sessions the, past, the next few weeks. But I know you need this because without support, you won't do this on your own at the moment. You're not ready yet to do it on your own. I said, there's times where I think you are. I think, yeah, but then now and again, you still need that support to give you confidence that you can do this. I said, eventually, you won't need this in the end. You won't always need PT. You'll become more independent about that. So that's the job of a personal trainer. We're not diet companies where... If you're on the diet, you're going to get results. If you're off the diet, fuck off, we don't know you until you come back because you're reliant on us. Uh, ooh, my cat just sneezed. Okay there, Lily. That was very cute. I don't know if you heard that. She's just yawning and going back to sleep. Hard life. And I've just lost my trailer of my cat sneezed. But yeah, so basically, I'm aware she needs support and I don't like giving up on people. Um, so I'll offer a lifeline and say, Luke, Give yourself a couple of weeks to, bless you Lily, she sneezed again, to set yourself a plan of action now while things are a bit harder for you in your life. Because if you can at least do the minimum now, when things aren't as bad, you're able to do more. And next time things go to shit, you have your autopilot plan in place. I just give it very simple things to do. It might not seem a lot as some people might think, what's the point? The point is something is better than nothing. It means you're moving forwards and not moving backwards or standing still. All I said was, you know, so many days of the week, at minimum, let's say three, at maximum, let's say five, six, seven days a week, you get outside for a 10 minute walk at minimum. That can even just be three days a week. That's a three days minimum. It's a very achievable goal, but if you can hits every day, even better, but three days is the minimum non-negotiable. The other one was I wanted to at least plan her meals. I didn't say she had to prep everything. Just plan ahead because she's got a family because it's easy to do the food shop. You know you're going to get better food choices in the house so it's available. And making sure it's things that you want to cook and that are tasty, nutritious and delicious and you're going to enjoy them and you're going to do it. And the other thing was part of the meal plan I said if there is some things you need to prep like lunches for work, something to take in the morning with you, Uh, or putting something on in the morning, ready for the evening for you and your family, you know, put that into place too. It's just going to take the headache out of everything and you're going to have less stress on your mind and be able to put more of that energy where it's needed. What I basically summed up to as well, as most women are in the household, they are the household project manager. I'm not saying men don't, but commonly, you know, often it is females. And when they're going through also hormonal changes which she is she's going through the perimenopause most definitely um and she's dealing with helping her family members out because they're going through a bad time and she's working and she's running the household you can only give so much of yourself and as that saying is if you're on the plane you've got to put the mask on yourself first because otherwise you will not be able to help everybody else And that's what I said to her. And that's why I said to her, I'm not giving up on you because I know you will run yourself down to the ground and you're going to be in a worse situation in three months' time if you stop now. This is my argument when people say, I'm too busy to start. And I'm like, well, where are you going to be in three, six months if you don't start now? Are you going to be further away from your goals? Are you going to be any happier? And I don't mean just weight loss, but also, you know, your health, your fitness, Um, giving yourself more confidence, which opens up more opportunities. People don't realise how much health and fitness can apply to everything in your life, especially confidence. A lot of my clients who've, who've like, I've been with for years, or even online clients, the confidence fucking oozes from them, and they end up just achieving more uh, outside of health and fitness with their personal lives with their work with having children um, getting a dog maybe um, just some people well, some clients have even like gone off on their own like they've moved out their uh, their family home that they grew up in as well and getting that confidence it's you just do not realize it opens so many doors or they try something new um they become a bit more ballsy with i'm going to try a new sport or a new activity or a new hobby i'm going to join this club um so one of my clients became a personal trainer she went and did a course because she was fascinated with uh the health and fitness and now she coaches a small group of clients who she goes cycling with um and on like active like socials it's fantastic it gives you that opportunity so next time if you've planning to work towards weight loss and fitness results when you write your plan make sure you write down an autopilot of goals to aim for at minimum if things go to shit i'm not saying you have to say someone ends up in hospital because of something with your family member i'm not saying prioritize the gym over seeing your family i am not saying that i'm saying at least give yourself what the human being needs to be able to survive and be able to look after others because you have the energy to do it and not end up burning yourself up and then you end up needing medical help or needing time off work because you're unwell because you're stressed and run down the bare minimum should always be personally looking after your nutrition your sleep and getting some fresh air and outdoors time just getting up and moving hasn't got to be long for 10 minutes i never even asked my client to train i just said if you can fit in one of my classes because she's local to me, or uh, come to the session, then message me and come. But I'm not going to press you to do it because I want you to at least hit these. And then if you can do that, it's a bonus. And then the following month, I want you to come back and commit because you would have nailed all this. And that's what we've agreed to. And I know she's going to do it. I absolutely believe in her that she's going to do it. She even updated me how she got on yesterday and she's on the right track. Um, she's moving in the right direction. I'm really pleased where she's at right now. It's just we've got to take small steps to get there. That's all. But taking small steps in the right direction is still progress. Speaking of which, I could just said if you're gonna make a plan, plan for the minimum of what you need to do if things go to shit, and then make sure you're going to respond that way as well. And this is where journaling comes in sometimes, or planning the night before. Because at least if something goes bad that day, when you journal down, and for one, use it to reflect where things have gone okay, and two, you can plan for the next day. It just gives you a bit of time to probably compress and think through what's going on without reacting. It's like, whoa, 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 we're not going to react yet. Let's assess the situation. Let's see what the needs are. Let's prioritise what I can. And then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to respond by doing this. It's easier said than done but when you become mentally aware of that happening it will get easier and easier. You know see your brain as like a muscle to train. I had to learn this the the hard way in the pandemic when I could have lost a business and I was actually happened to be reading the book at the time and I was getting very stressed and I was not sometimes eating because I was just trying to make things work online and change things around and contacting clients it took up a lot of time and energy and even my missus was getting concerned saying you need to fucking eat because you don't eat when you're stressed and I don't you're losing weight and I was like yeah I get that and she was right so I had to re-establish a routine I made some plans each night and I'd plan the next day to make sure I was managing my time managing my energy and looking after myself so that I can look after all my clients and the business and Here I am now and it's been very successful and my clients have been amazing. And it did take my missus to be fair to prompt me on that. You know, having support was very important. I had Kate as well at the time, uh, still due to this day. And then my partner, Steph, also helping me um, because I don't ask for help usually. And yet I preach to people, if you're struggling with something, invest in help, which is what I did. I even joined an online group mentorship myself to help with running a business online uh, during the pandemic as well. And that was a massive, massive help. It taught me a lot how to uh, serve people. Because that's what you want to do as a PT. We want to serve you. We want to help you. We want to see you thrive and educate you and support you and guide you and keep you accountable to your goals. And we want to see you fucking succeed at it. We give an absolute shit about everything and clients feel so guilty thinking oh, I don't want to message you and you know when I've done this and done that I'm like please message me and tell me <laughs> you know I'll read them when I'm working that's why I always say to my clients and I am pretty good with that I used to not be I used to read all sorts of times but I don't anymore I just switch off which speaking of if you are just getting into health and fitness or you need to kick up the bottom you need a little bit of push because it is getting nice outside now. Even I'm getting that springy summer vibes. I'm already thinking paddleboarding. I'm thinking about the holiday I've booked for Mexico, and I'm sure we've all booked holidays or got things exciting to look forward to. And you want to feel confident when you're going. You want to enjoy yourself without feeling any guilt or anything. And you want to be able to say, "Go on holiday, achieve, achieve." You know, feeling better in your physique before you go. Before you're going. And not have to keep dieting on and off again or doing anything extreme before you, you know, we can't take for granted that we've got our freedom ever since lockdown. And, you know, you don't want to end up restricting yourself, you know, from now until your holidays or when it starts getting warm and showing more flesh. If you nip something in the bud now, think where you could be in a month or two time which is what I'm going to get now is if you're just starting off with your weight loss journey or getting to fitness or you just need to kick up the arse, we've got a 28 day challenge coming, just 28 days. It's a great way to start. It's not too overwhelming. It's four weeks and it runs up until the, up until the week just before uh, the Good Friday. So we finish actually the weekend before on the Sunday. The doors are going to open on the 3rd of March. We'll get it open for a week. Sorry, no, the doors are going to shut on the 3rd of March, but we're opening the Friday before. So they're only going to be open for seven days. And and then we're going to kickstart on March the 6th on the Monday. There's going to be awesome workshops that we've got planned, including I'm doing a live cook-off on the first weekend, which I'm really excited about. Uh, a lot of people love seeing, say, my protein pancakes, and I'm actually going to do them live while also doing another meal prep. And I'll give you your shopping list, what to do and some alternatives. And it'll be live to be able to ask me questions. Meg and uh, Kate, who run it with me, will be online as well at the same time. So they can answer questions while I'm cooking away and basically doing a, a fun, like Sunday morning cook off, which I'm really excited about. So we're giving you more extra skills and making it fun because we know nutrition's important, which within that week will set you some mini challenges to help you improve your nutrition, change your mindset about nutrition, and educate you about it, making sure you can implement things where. You're just making tweaks to the diet you have now we're not going to complicate it yes we'll help you with the whole setting calorie goals or doing a food diary but we're trying to also make the process as fun and enjoyable as possible because then you're more likely to keep fucking doing it which means you're going to repeat that after the 28 days the things we teach you in those time ta- in that time or you'll like it so much you'll decide to stay in our online group membership forever strong because that's how we coach in there. We want it to be fun for you, educational, and make you feel supportive. Support, make you feel supported. And get great results as well. So it would just be 28 days. It's nothing, is it? It's not a big commitment we're, ask- we're asking you to do. So if you're a bit tentative about doing it, or you've never dipped into online group coaching or online training before, it's a great way to introduced what it's like to have that. If you don't got time to have a one-to-one PT all the time and you can't commit to it you have a busy working life, again, our online group coaching program is the one thing for you, definitely. If you struggle with the lifestyle factors more so than actually working out and training, so like nutrition, sleep, mindset, movement, if you struggle with lifestyle factors, again, online training focuses more on those aspects, which that's 80, maybe 90% of the work workouts and training is probably 10-20%, which again, we do provide in the group. We will be providing weekly workouts as well as workshops about learning how to do exercises properly as well. And we will be also providing a stretch session every week, which I'm going to be uh, recording and doing every week, which I do once a month at the moment in the Forever Strong group. So they have a stretch session, which is no more than 15 minutes. So you can do it before you go to work or after work or a day where you're not feeling so great. You think, you know what, I'll at least do a stretch session, look after my nutrition. It's an awesome group that we've run already for Strong. And, for example, we've recently had someone leave because they're independent enough to do things themselves. They are on auto part of everything they do. And they've really benefited and built such a better lifestyle for themselves. That's rewarding when that happens. It's a bit sad, of course. But, again, we're not we're not like some diet so we we've designed it so eventually if you want to be independent you could leave and by all means she said she might come back now and again just for a kick up the arse but she's actually quite happy where she is right now and says i feel like i want you know do this on my own now i'm ready and that is the whole point of any coaching if people stay with us, it's not because they like the accountability they like being part of a fitness community um it might be they have no one to share their fitness wins with and it's, it's a safe place, a private community where people can discuss that and ask questions in there and not feel silly because there's no judgment in there. For example, someone asked today, uh, do you have any high protein vegetarian cookbooks? Um, and we're all in there messaging in like our suggestions what to look for. And some people might not want to do that on their own Facebook or message amongst friends. It's somewhere where you can ask those sort of questions um, without judgment. Or some people may have asked in the group, uh, because we have got some perimenopausal women in there, we're struggling with certain symptoms and are saying, is it because of this or this? Again, we're not doctors, but we're there. We understand the lifestyle factors can help massively reduce, say, menopause symptoms. It's a really friendly, supportive group. And we're excited for the 28-day challenge because our members get it as part of their membership. So if you stay in afterwards, those 28 days, any challenges we run... You get as part of your membership. You get so much for it. The membership, as well, uh, not the membership. The challenge is going to be less than ten quid a week, which stats like these days for how much you eat. It's like a McDonald's meal, (laughs) depending how much you have. (laughs) You know, it's equivalent of almost two cocktails, isn't it? If you think about it, it's not that much at all, and you're investing in you it's your treat to you being part of this awesome fitness community and yes it's a challenge we're not asking for the biggest loser as in weight it's not what the challenge is about we look for the lifestyle changes they're making the tweaks they're making to like say nutrition uh, making progress with their goals because again everyone has their own set goals and we'll help you do that in our weekly live as well to make sure you're on the right track Uh, as well as obviously do the Q&A every single week. So when you check in, you have the opportunity to ask questions and we bring them up into the live as well. So that check-in is going to be there. It's going to be the most important thing and the most important tool in that group because it's going to keep you accountable to the goals that you set yourself. And if there are those weeks where you feel like you're going to react to a situation rather than be proactive and respond, we're going to be there to help you plan and respond appropriately to that situation and that's also what the check-in is for, uh, which our members use all the time, they love it. And most of the time they usually reflect in that check-in and actually have figured out the problem, but sometimes they need that reassurance. Yes, this is this is right what you're doing, you know, and that's what we're there for. Because you can be a bit unsure sometimes if you're winging it or you're not sure if that's right. It's a bit like me, I'm looking at getting a dog later this year, my first ever freaking dog. And the amount of research I'm doing, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm definitely going to have to invest in puppy training because I've never had a dog from scratch. I've had family members where I've helped them or I've helped friends look after dogs, but I've never had a puppy and done it all from the beginning. So, again, I'm going to invest in that to make sure that dog's going to get the best fucking life ever. And I'm going to make sure I'm being trained because I think it's more you being trained than actually the dog. The dog follows your lead. And that's going to be like that for you guys. You know, you were going to be, basically, we're going to guide you. Because it is down to us as well as PT. to so make sure we try to get across the best way possible to you. And make sure it works for you. So the doors will be opening next Friday. And they'll be open for one week. And they'll shut midday on the 3rd of March. Now, if you don't want to miss out. Or you think, you know what, I'm going to forget in a few days. But I do fancy doing that. If you go onto my Instagram, at the Trainer, And DM fs spring 23 fs spring 23 i will send you an application form to apply to come into the challenge and then that way you'll get an email and an instagram message straight away saying doors are open here's the link let's take action let's fucking go or you can email foreverstrong.nkm so that's natalie kate meg at gmail.com dot NKM at, at gmail.com i'll point at the show notes um and you could also find me on facebook as well the nag personal trainer you can also find kate and meg on there kate is k fit there's not many k fits out there uh, underscore smt because she's also a sports massage therapist and megan is at moving with meg megan at moving with megan So we're really easy to find on our socials. I mean, I'm probably the easiest because no one else calls themselves the Nag personal trainer. So if you want to find out more about us, how we work and see if we're the right fit for you, have a check on there. But also just applying for the coaching, uh, we can check that actually we can help you as well. It's better if you do it that way because we can check if we can help you and we'll get back to you more specifically about what your goal is to so make sure it's going to suit you coming into our 28 challenge and potentially staying in our membership group as well so if you fancy that again you can contact me on my instagram at the nag pistol trainer or you can email uh, the forever strong email which is foreverstrong.nkm at gmail.com and again if you want to want an application form and for the email or instagram just quote fs spring fs spring 23 any questions please let me know always happy to help again you can shoot me a dm or an email to the email just said the email and my instagram handle will be in the show notes and if you have any questions please let me know thank you for listening and if you can share this with another person that would be awesome